Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew preaches a special sermon from the Gospel of Mark, entitled, The Parable of the Four Soils, preached February 19th, 2017. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Mark chapter 4, beginning with verse 1. So, let us look at the parable of the soul, found in three places, Matthew 13, 1 through 23, Mark 4, 1 through 20, and Luke 8, 1 through 15. So you have to ask, what does it say? The parable of the sower can also be called the parable of the four soils. The pathway soil represents people in the visible church who refuse to understand the gospel. They don't care. They have no interest in the scriptures. They are not interested in what God says about anything. They look for various pleasures of life. They don't even have devotion. They don't want to train their own children in the word of God. They themselves are pagans. They are not interested in what God says about anything. About heaven or hell. About Jesus Christ. About human condition of sin. Why God's son became man. They don't want to know anything about it. They don't believe in Jesus Christ. Rocky soil people are emotional people. They hate the troubles of life. They find in Jesus a pacifier to give them comfort. When real troubles come, they fall away, rejecting the gospel and Jesus. They are allergic to life's troubles. The thorny soil people are double-minded. They love Jesus, they say, but they love money more. And Jesus said this, no one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and what, sir? Money. Thorny soil people are double-minded. They love Jesus, but they love money more. Being double-minded, they are unstable, and their feet shall slip in due time. They are always worrying. They seek health, wealth, power, and fame. And we have churches that thrive on health and wealth. They are synagogue of Satan. There's nothing to do with church. You go to a church, you must be intelligent enough to find out whether they preach the word of God. If they don't, it is not a church. It's a fake church. It's a synagogue of Satan. They are deceived by wealth. 
deceitfulness of wealth. They are driven by desires of this world. They seek new pleasures continually. St. John says this, 1 John 2, 15 through 17, Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Worshipping money is idolatry. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of his eyes, and the boasting of what he has and does, comes not from the Father, but from the world. That means from the devil. The whole world is under the control of the evil one. Every unbeliever is governed by the devil. They don't understand what Jesus taught in Matthew 16 and verse 26. What does it profit if a man gains the whole world yet forfeits his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? You are the biggest fool if you worship money. And go after another dollar. In due time they fall away. Rejecting Jesus and the gospel. And the true saints. They turn their back. On the true holy church where the gospel is preached. In fact all three soils represent people. Who are known elect. And unregenerate, they are fruitless. They are fake Christians. They are antinomians. One way love. It simply means God loves you so you can sin. They are antinomians. They are children of the devil. Jesus said, by their fruit, he shall know them. They are bad trees producing what's it? Bad fruits. They are thorns and thistles in the church. They do not understand the gospel. They do not believe the gospel. They are enemies of Jesus Christ. In due time, they shall leave Christ's holy church where the gospel is preached regularly. As they leave Christ and his church, they speak against the ministers who preach the true gospel. 1 John 2.19 says, they went out from us. They, us. They went out from us. But they did not really belong to us. They versus us. To recognize wicked people pretending to be Christians. They went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed that none of them belonged to us. They are fake Christians. They go from church to church to get some benefit. The fourth soil people are God's elect. And don't be... Afraid of the word elect. I glory in it. And you should glory. If you believe in Jesus Christ. 
you believed in Jesus Christ because God chose you from eternity before creation and I glory in it everything is alright with me and with you and they are regenerate they are not pagans if anyone is in Christ Jesus he is a new creation old is gone and new has come how come they believe and do what they do because they are pagans I said the fourth soil people are God's elect and they are regenerate they experienced conversion and concerning them the parable says they have a noble and good heart they hear the gospel they understand the gospel by the power of the Holy Spirit they believe the gospel and believe in Jesus Christ they hold fast to the gospel they persevere and suffer for the gospel and Jesus told you deny yourself take up the cross follow me to death and we will do so if we are born of God we cannot live Christian life without the power of the Holy Spirit they persevere to the end and suffer for the gospel and they produce a crop of good works 30, 60, 100 fold for God's glory they are not self-centered human beings I told you I gave it away and if there is anybody in this church who has no food or anything we will provide it and then we will say what sir get a job because that's what the Bible says he who stole let him steal no longer let him work with his hands that he may have something to give to those who are in need if you are a church then you cannot tolerate somebody without food we are a family we are God's people I remember many many years ago at a revival in South India my father sat down to eat supper and the Holy Spirit pointed out a brother in the church had no food and so he refused to eat and he took the food and walked to his house and gave it to him and my father was very happy because he was able to give the food to that person this is serious Christianity sir they are foreloved chosen before the creation of the world regenerated and for whom only Christ died Christ did not die for everybody Christ died for the elect there is a theology theological phrase limited atonement people don't like it they misinterpret as the atonement is limited limited to the elect alone Christ did not die for every single human being in the world from John 17 I'm not praying for the world I am praying for those whom you have given to us Christ died for me and for you 
How do you know that Christ died for you? You believe in Jesus Christ alone for your eternal salvation. So let me tell you, Christ died for me and for you who believe in Jesus Christ alone for your eternal salvation. Not for everybody. Now you say, I don't want to believe in Jesus. Jesus says, I did not die for you. I did not choose you to be saved. So let us read some scriptures. Romans 8. 28 through 30 and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose for those God foreknew according to professor John Murray foreknew means what sir foreloved for those God foreknew that is foreloved he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and those he predestined he also called those he called he also justified and those he justified he also glorified but it all begins by what sir foreknowledge God loved us before the creation of the world and the son agreed to become incarnate to live a perfect life and die on the cross in our place for our sins and the Holy Spirit agreed to apply that redemption to every elect person in time and so gospel came to you and you believed because God regenerated you and gave you repentance and saving faith as a gift so I need to know only one thing has God foreloved me and the truth is yes because God made me to trust in him and I'm secure sir and so are you that's why we don't worry don't worry don't worry don't be anxious about anything my heavenly father is caring for you and for me so he foreknew he predestined he called he justified to be glorified everything is going to happen and Romans 9 13 through 14 just as it is written Jacob I loved Esau what sir oh some people say that means love less no 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 hated means hated Loved means loved. What then shall we say is God unjust? Not at all. We are talking about infralapsarianism. That means the perspective is the fallen world. And God has the right to choose whom he wants to save and leave the rest to be condemned. Because all are sinners. Thank God that you are in this church and you hear the gospel that you came to put your faith in Jesus Christ alone for your eternal salvation you are the blessed people what if God choosing to show his wrath and make his power known bore with great patience the objects of his wrath he has the right to show his wrath 
to sinners prepared for destruction and what if he did this to make the riches of his glory known to the objects of his mercy we deserved to be condemned but god showed us mercy mercy there was great and grace was free pardon there was multiplied to me there my burdened heart found what sir liberty you see that's why we worship and we praise and serve god he did show me mercy we are vessels of mercy prepared for what sir glory 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 sir waiting for us what if he did this to make the riches of his glory known to the objects of his mercy whom he prepared for glory even us whom he also called not only from the jews but also from the gentiles we were not jewish people we were gentiles and and yet god called us to john 17 verse 2 speaking about you elect for you granted him authority over all people that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him understand from in eternity god gave before creation god gave to his son certain number of people and the son agreed to become incarnate and to die on the cross for the sins of those people whom the father gave him for you granted him authority over all people that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him i give them eternal life and they shall never perish and he has given us eternal life sir i was reading a tribute i wrote uh, for my mother i opened it and i was in the office opened it and i read one line i closed it because i have to cry i remember her life not crying for her but god's mercy to me and to you that he loved us before the creation of the world and granted us individually to the son and he died for us and he has given us eternal life and we shall never perish john 17 verse 6 i have revealed you to those whom you gave me out of the world they were yours you gave them to me and they have obeyed your word you don't like the gospel sir you don't like to obey jesus christ you don't belong to him here we are told they have obeyed your word and if you don't obey jesus christ your confession jesus is lord is false it's a lie and be antinomians uh, they talk about one way love they never talk about obedience to the lord jesus christ i have revealed you to those whom you gave me out of the world they were yours you gave them to me and they have what sir obeyed your word i'm just telling you from this 
if you don't obey Jesus Christ you don't belong to him it's that simple sir and you can believe the lie you want but you will not go to heaven Matthew 13 verse 11 which is the key to this parable it says he replied the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you but not to them special people his people they will understand the word of God by the operation of the Holy Spirit others don't understand at all they will never understand Matthew eleven twenty five through 27 at that time Jesus said I praise you Father Lord of heaven and earth because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned the smart Alex of the world Hidden these things from the wise and learned of this world. And revealed them to little children. Yes father. For this was your good pleasure. All things have been committed to me by my father. No one knows the son except the father. And no one knows the father except the son. And those to whom the son chooses to reveal. He reveals himself to some people. His people. And we are his people. Matthew 16, 15 through 17. But what about you? He asked, who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, blessed are you Simon, son of Jonah. For this was not revealed to you by man, but by, by my father in heaven. John 6. Verse 37, listen sir, God's people live by the word of God. John 6, 37, all things the Father gives me will come to me. And whoever comes to me, I will never drive it away. Have you gone to Jesus Christ? If you did not, you don't belong to him. His people will go to him. John 6.39 And this is the will of him who sent me. I shall lose none of all that he has given me. But raise them up at the last day. John 6.65 He went on to say. This is why I told you that no one can come to me. Unless the father has enabled him. Well we came to him. Because the father enabled us. Because we belong. We belong to God. We are God's people. Sir. 1 Corinthians 2.10 But God has revealed to us by his spirit. You understand nothing. Unless what? The Holy Spirit reveals to us. Opens up your mind. We have not received the spirit of the world. But the spirit who is from God. That we may understand what God has freely given us. Holy Spirit. Must give us understanding, enlighten our mind to understand the Word of God. And all of a sudden we thrive in it, we rejoice in it, we are filled with joy unspeakable and full of glory. I'm not asking for a million dollars, 
1 Corinthians 2, 14, the man without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. So look at any person who will not believe in Jesus Christ is a fool. He is a man without the spirit. Every unbeliever is without the Holy Spirit. They grow up in darkness. And that's the vast majority of people in the world have no Holy Spirit. And if you confess Christ as Lord, one thing is certain, you have what sir? The Holy Spirit. Let me tell you this verse. This is the only verse you need to know. John 17:23 I in them and you in me may they be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you sent me and you have loved them even as you have loved me that God the Father loves you even as he loves his own son think about it sir that's why don't be anxious about anything Even when death approaches you, don't be anxious about it. Through death, you come to the very presence of God. Ephesians 1.4 For he chose us in him, that is in Jesus Christ before the creation of the world, to be holy and blameless in his sight, in order that we can have eternal fellowship with God. 2 Timothy 1.9 Who has saved us and called us to a holy life. Not because of anything we have done. But because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Study those two verses. All of our anxieties will evaporate. There was no period in which God did not love us. Even before creation, he loved us. And he loves us. And he will love us. There is not going to be an end to God's love of us. True believers will die for their faith in Jesus. Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up the cross and follow me towards her. To death. He told the truth, sir. There are people being killed today throughout the world because of their faith in Jesus Christ. We live by repentance and faith. Now, how do we know we are foreloved, chosen, predestinated to glory? That's the question. And the answer is we live by repentance and faith producing the fruit of good works. For we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God has foreordained that we should do them. This is how we make our calling and election sure. The greatest blessing a believer can have is to realize he or she is chosen by God to be saved in eternity in Christ. And so we live by obedience of faith. St. Peter says make your calling and election sure. And he wrote this before he was crucified. He knew he was going to his presence. And he made sure his election. 
true people of God do not leave Christ's holy church. They persevere to the end, producing fruit for God's glory. Those who leave Christ's holy church belong to the fruitless people of the first three soils. They are non-elect, unregenerate, unconverted, and fruitless. They never obey God. They are not God's foreloved, predestinated, called, justified, adopted children of God whose destiny is what, sir? Glorification. Think about that, sir. And one thing you must do too is what? Make your calling and election sure. And the question is, do you live by obedience of faith? Do you obey Jesus Christ whom you confessed as Lord? Do you obey him? If the answer is yes, then you draw the conclusion. You are elect and everything is all right. Additionally, I said repentance and faith. We sin. And then what do we do? We repent of our sins and trust in Christ and thank God he forgives our sins. When Christ died on the cross, he died for all our sins. Past, present, and what, sir? Future. And you come to him and say, Lord, have mercy upon me, a sinner. So we speak about sin of commission and sin of what, sir? Omission. For instance, you are to love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. Now, can anybody stand up and say... I have done that fully. We have to say, no, I haven't. Lord, have mercy upon me, a sinner. And he forgives our sins. Heavenly Father, we pray that you help us to trust in your son, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Grace Valley Christian Center is committed to the unchanging truth of the Holy Scriptures. We have been proclaiming the whole counsel of God since 1974 through our weekly worship services, our website resources, and our publishing ministry. For more information about our church, to find more edifying sermons, or to order books by the Rev. P.G. Matthew, please visit our website at gracevalley.org.